At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Trana. I'm going to do a very quick intro here because we have a long pod, and it's a very good one. Uh, before we uh, get to it, uh, well, I'll tell you to start. The guests will be uh, Kay Adams and Chris Long. Kay, you know from Good Morning Football. Chris, you know from winning two Super Bowls. They are uh, co-hosts of Amazon Prime's NFL Next pregame show, Thursday nights at 7 o'clock on Amazon Prime. So uh, Kay's in studio, Chris on Skype, and uh, we had a very fun conversation with them about pretty much everything. And then after that, for the uh, New York, Mike Francesa, people out there, Andrew Marshan of the New York Post joins the show to uh, get into the latest news on Mike uh, retiring from Afternoon Drive at WFAN. Last week, if you missed it, Andrew Siciliano from the DirecTV Red Zone channel was on the podcast, as well as Renee Young, WWE broadcaster with uh, FS1's wwe backstage so if you have not listened to that check it out but monty jones was on two weeks ago check that out subscribe rate review subscribe rate review subscribe 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 and now we get right into Kay adams and chris long followed by andrew marshan right here on the si media podcast at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. All right. Very excited for this. Two of my favorite people in sports media, because now Chris Long is in sports media. They host NFL Next on Amazon Prime every Thursday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, before the Thursday night football game. Kay Adams, also from my favorite morning show, Good Morning Football. Hello. And Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champion, former SI.com Game of Thrones correspondent. Now he has his own media company, podcast, etc. Good to have both of them with me. Kay is in studio. Chris is on Skype, so we can actually see him. So I get more points as we kick this thing yeah. off. Chris, I Chris didn't get one up to you, bud. Well, geographically disagreeable <laughs> for me. I live in Virginia, but other, otherwise, yeah, you do get to one up me on this one. I, I know this is going to get out of control quickly, but let me try to like do a couple of serious things here to keep the Amazon people happy and the NFL people happy. Since you mentioned you're in Virginia, you do this show with Kay, the Thursday night pregame show, NFL Next on Amazon Prime. In Jersey, what do you drive back and forth every Thursday? What do you do for this? So generally, because I have two small children, I like to spend as little time as I can uh, in Jersey. Even I, though I, I love this. I city thought you were going to say at home. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> I love the city of Philly. I love coming back to visit. In my first couple of weeks, I spent the night there the night before, but now I'm taking the noon flight, and I take a driver home. Oh, okay. uh, you know, uh, delays can be a you know what. So. Four and a half hours after the show, and I'm home by midnight. How are those, it's all good. How are those drives going for you home, Chris? Great? <laughs> They're good. As long as I don't get the most talkative um, <laughs> driver on the East Coast, I'm usually good. Maybe one day that'll uh, happen to you. So you, fly, so you fly up, and then you drive back. I thought you were going to say you have two kids, and you want to be home as little as possible. That's where I thought no, you were going. No, 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 right. no. I want to be – I don't want to be – in. even though there's nothing against the state of New Jersey, but – you know, I'd rather be home with my kids. The second no. show we did, he brought the family, though. Okay. He brought Meg. He brought right. the kids. Yeah, so I did. he missed I him that much them. that he brought them along. Now, Kay brought yes. up something very good. I'm glad she brought it because I was going to do it. On your last pod, I believe, you went on a little rant about having drivers who speak to you. You want silence. Kay, when you're in an Uber, do you yeah. want the driver? Like, how, how frustrated do you get if someone talks to I, you? I, well, I get a car to the show every day on Good Morning Football. Right. I have a Polish driver. You have the same driver His every morning? His name's Paweł, pretty much sometimes, yeah. most of the time. And I speak full Polish, and he barely speaks English. And I, I've convinced him, this is now four years in, that I don't speak Polish. 
that I'm That's Italian amazing. that I do because I don't want to, to, to talk to him because it's all he will want to do. So no, I want absolute silence. So you speak full Polish. Yeah, yeah. Can you say there, there's there, there's nothing you want to do more than flex the fact that you're bilingual? <laughs> I and just like did that it. must be really hard. Point to sit in the car for years and be like, oh, I want to say it, and he's on the phone with his wife and be like, yeah, I know that TV show. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So do you? No so thanks. if he's talking to someone on the phone in Polish, you can understand what he's... I know, and I'm always like, don't say anything inappropriate that's gonna can make you me imagine, like. Cringe. like he like, calls his start, mistress. Like, don't and, start yeah, yeah. sexting or like yeah, doing yeah. anything that's going to yeah. really creep me out. Just don't do it. But can, luckily, Pavel has not. Can you say I'm happy to be on the Sports Illustrated Media podcast in yes. Polish? Yes. Bardzo fajnie Jimmy, Krzysztof, Chris. I need that. Wspaniały czas z wami. So maybe my new intro. Chris is impressed. Yeah. Chris is impressed. I haven't brought that one out for him yet. So as we can see already, you guys are very funny and loose and you guys uh do the show on amazon prime a little pregame show there's so many pregame shows out there i'm sure you guys want to be different um and not do the standard show i'll start with Kay, and then we'll go to chris what do you want to get out of nfl next every thursday what, what's your goal for the pregame show before the uh, big thursday night game that airs on uh fox with jill buck and trade just something refreshing and different there's so many choices different platforms it's up to you do you want to end up listening to Joe and Troy and Howie, or do you want to listen to Andrea and Howie yeah. offer a different perspective? It's all about personalization, and I think you know Chris being so close to the game still, he's just removed. It's really cool uh, just to get his perspective on anything being so close to the game. And we're the first of its kind. We're the first NFL pregame show to stream on an OTT platform, which is pretty special. Chris, I mean, you as I would usually say, Kay said it all, and. Um, Listen, I think the point of difference for us is that we're the best pregame show. I think that, like, Howie, those guys, Troy, those guys, like, not a huge fan. I think it's all about Amazon Prime. I think streaming is the future. People are streaming our show in Bulgaria. Belarus. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Belarus. They're, they're, they're streaming our show in Poland for sure after this interview. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, we are, we're, we're, we're prestige worldwide. You must have had a ton of offers when you officially announced you were retiring to do all sorts of media. Um, what appealed to you about this gig? Well, it's funny. I had more offers than I had as a free agent my last couple of years <laughs> in the league. Uh, but, you know, for me, it was something that was pitched as more of it, it's got that podcast feel. Right. It's got that conversational feel. It's like two friends in a living room talking about football and we have guests on and the guests have been great. I've enjoyed having LG on. Obviously Jake, the snake plumber was awesome. Um, am I missing any other guests? Kay? Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm, is on. Of course, Malcolm who came over the bridge, uh, after a tough loss and was great. He was a natural. So I think it, it's just fun for me that it's not so buttoned up. I don't have to wear a suit. You wouldn't catch me dead in a suit. I have all these suits now, uh, hanging in my closet from road trips that I hated wearing. Uh, I'm a t-shirt guy and you know, this is a t-shirt pregame show and I like that. Chris well, goes to urban outfitters, buys whatever t-shirt he sees and what wears it on the show that day. Like that's how we roll. That's in a panic. I had a yeah. joy division shirt that Kay gave me some, <laughs> well, a lot of people were like joy division, bro. Okay. Bro. Big fan. And I was like, no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ultimate yeah. poser, but I have no right. problem admitting that. So yeah, I, I I'm an impromptu t-shirt guy. Uh, I'm going to start to repeat articles of clothing now. I'm I'm not a big dresser. Oh, come on. You can manage 16 different shirts. 
How about you, man? I I don't see much variation in your wardrobe. <laughs> you, I'm not on TV. Ooh, what a journo. I'm, I'm, on, I'm behind a microphone. What I a st- journo move to flip the script onto yeah. Trina. I stay uh-huh. off TV for many reasons. So, but the uh, streaming, not TV, Jimmy. Streaming. Yeah, bro. I know. I'm old. I'm, so you can get me. Forget the wardrobe. You get me on being old because I still say TV. I still watch. T- but I did watch you guys the last two weeks. I made sure to check out the show. I love that it's casual. It's not like there's no desk and like you said, people in suits with their scripts it's very very mm-hmm. did you love yeah. that i was bald is that what you loved well i, I was gonna <laughs> say at first i was you know the the your halloween costume last week was a little like really deep in the woods like chris's come, come into the woods with us jimmy just come I mean, into yeah, the woods. Come on, it's man. just a half hour every week your come good into morning the woods. football costume was something else I liked my second costume better what was it chris's coach or something uh the great ken flagel yeah exactly Ken Flagel, yeah. who doesn't know about Ken Flagel? He's worldwide. Yeah. I, I think yeah, the Super Ken, Bowl trophy was a little. Chris. Well, my favorite part of that whole costume was the cotton ball goatee <laughs> that was just hanging on by a thread by the, well, end you of the were... show. The thing was like falling off. We couldn't off. look at each other. I the saw entire it. You were both hour. cracking. It was like an I SNL skit. I couldn't look at his face. Yeah, it was an SNL skit like when Jimmy Fallon used to crack up during every skit. That was you two. You laughed throughout the whole show. I went outside of NFL films, yeah. found de- Halloween decorations that were put up, ripped some. Um, like webs right. and put that on my face. Now we t- if we- you don't know who Clint Flagel is, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to tell you, Jimmy. I, I I have to admit, when you came out, I was like, I thought you were Doug Peterson at first. No. I will admit that. Hey, I was did, like, I, did the Eagles loved oh. it? Did they not? They did love it. I actually Facetimed Doug after the segment to show him, but uh, she was already she was already back out of the the phone booth, um, and and she <laughs> was she was Kay Adams again. I, but uh, Howie Doug liked it. it. The Howie Roseman liked it. Um, Everybody loved it. Ken Flagel is a lovable guy. I, I don't want to put you guys on the spot in case you don't know this, but I'll ask anyway, and if you don't, you mm. can just fake it. Is there a, Can people watch the show after it airs? Like, Can someone go back and check out last week's show right now if they wanted to? I do believe so. So you have to go to the main Amazon page, and then you can just click on Thursday Night Football and catch that live at right. 7 leading into the Fox broadcast or pregame. But I think afterwards there are clips. There aren't, we aren't allowed to tweet clips out. Really? That I know. Okay. Yes. I don't know if I should say that. Man, but that's that was true. Geek Squad right there, Kay. Yeah. You, you, you should make twice the money. My mom, I need to talk I need you to talk to my mom because my mom is always like, How do I watch this afterwards? I don't know how to do I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. I love streaming. I am fully supportive. I just don't well, stream. Well, It's stuff. not hard. If if your mom has Amazon Prime, all she has to do is go on Amazon.com and it's yeah. pretty there at the top of yes. the page at seven o'clock on Thursdays. So Yeah. It's quick. Okay. It's a half hour. I would yeah. say the biggest challenge to this show because you know what Chris is saying on like the podcast. Fired. He said my mom's bad with technology. <laughs> go ahead, guys. Sorry. Just you know he wants it to be we we, we both want it to be loose and right. uh, more conversational. And it's it's the Joy Division T-shirt of pregame shows, as we both <laughs> yeah, it know. Is, it is. Uh, it's it's difficult to do in a half hour. But I will say this: I'm going to come off as kissing ass, but I don't care. I think that even though it's billed as a pregame show, from what I've seen, you can go back and watch it anytime and still enjoy it, just because it's so loose. You're not. I mean, yeah, you have yeah. segments on that game, obviously, mm-hmm. but over a half hour, there's plenty of other stuff that's sort of evergreen that people can watch at any time. It's because Chris is so random. I am random, he is very... and also Kay is awesome at her job in general, and and helping me along. But I think we take we try to take the ten thousand foot view of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people get so, what's your prediction? Like real quick, like right. we barely do the prediction thing. I think for us, it's about the big picture and how that wraps into the game for Thursday night because there's always a big picture element when it comes to a matchup, even if it's a matchup that people aren't excited about. There's always a big picture. Ma- um, 
issue. Well, I think, listen, all of these pregame shows and even game telecasts, they're all filled with ex-players, and they all seem to just do the same thing. I think what Chris can – I think I've told you this, is that you can be different and really bring something else to the table because you're willing to sort of go there when other ex-players – like, mm. just as a fan, like, I'm more interested – like, instead of your prediction, like, I want you to tell me, like, what is – like, what's the typical, like, in the huddle conversation, like, during a blowout? Like, I'd rather know that than, like, your prediction on Raiders Chargers tomorrow. And that's where and that's where fans are going. I mean, um, fans want the anecdotal stuff. They want the curtain peel back. Um, and as far as my brand is concerned, that bridge was burned a long time ago. So I can be whatever I want, right. you know, which is nice. I mean, there's some guys that are still doing the suit thing. They're afraid to maybe make a mistake or say something controversial. Uh, I've already alienated over half of my my listenership or viewership so right. there's only one way to go up go from here <laughs> you do care you care more than a lot of ex players that i've seen about getting it right which i do want to get it right, right. that's so i i never like talked to chris and thought oh he has this relationship or how is this going to go or how deep can we go mm. i asked him the first show we did like i want your top 5 quarterbacks i'm just letting you know at some point in this i'm going to ask you that question mm-hmm. And I don't. I think he took it lightly. I think he looked at it from a bunch of analytical angles. We do next gen stats in our show. I know he was asking James Coe, our stats analyst, to back up some things. What he thinks. The thing about Chris that I think is different. He listens. He will. He actually will ask a question, and I know that he wants to know what I think, what my voice is, my mm-hmm. perspective, not just mine, but pretty much everybody around there that has one. Right. What did y'all just say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, true. Okay, I don't think you realize it's pretty rare. It's what very a comedian! Cool. No, I appreciate. It. I, I don't want. I don't want to get things wrong. I think I'm stepping into a, a world that Kay's been working super hard at this type of thing. You know, James has been working mm-hmm. super hard at this type of thing. I don't want to be that athlete that comes in and is like, "Well, I played 11 years in the league. I can say whatever I want. I can just skate by." Because that's not fun for me. Otherwise, I do something else. But isn't what? it so hard when I'm like, Chris, tell me a story. What about a story? No, about but this I, guy? I didn't like think the week, quarterback. Like, you said Derek uh, Carr. What's the story? First week was like hazing. Oh yeah, that was. You're welcome. Now you're a star. But wait, do you? Uh, are you ever nervous about saying something about someone you know that you played with, played with or against, or you let it fly? Yeah, there's a code there. Um, you know, I think that's the one thing about being a player is you don't want to be disrespectful. There's a line that you cross in the way you talk about somebody's performance or somebody's actions. Right. So that you should always be cognizant of the fact that you played for a long time and look at it through that lens, but you can't baby people. You know, I've had a hard time this year cause I'm talking about the Eagles a lot. Right. You know, and everybody wants to hear what I have to say about the Eagles. And unfortunately it blows up either way. Um, and they haven't played well at times. Mm-hmm. And there's players that I know that haven't played well. And there's units that I like that haven't played well. So I've been challenged right off the bat. I'm still figuring that out, um, but my dad always told me there was like a thin line between talking about players and talking about them gratuitously and really piling it on when you were a player. Right. So, like, when I talk about – this is going to hit home for Kay, too, because she's a bit like, when I talk about Mitch Trubisky, I say he has no business in the NFL. You would never say that. That's way too No, hard. I wouldn't say that. Right. I'd be measured. I would <laughs> say that Mitch Trubisky is not being helped by his offensive coordinator, uh, but I also don't think that it was the wisest pick at that point in the draft, right. and he needs more development. I don't know if he'll ever get there. Do you want to rebuttal at it? No, I think that, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, anything that I say always just has facts behind it. Right. I didn't play the yeah. game. Chris does not lean on the fact that he plays the game. I always hear, he has stats. I don't know where that comes from or where that, you know, we we do the show. It's a half-hour show. Right. He could sit there, lean back on his couch, and crush it, but an hour leading into that show 
what do you do in that room? <laughs> he sits what am in, I doing in that He room? sits in this room. <laughs> there's a plate of food that's barely touched, and he is writing notes, looking at things. Just like, scribbling. Yeah. What are I, you doing I, in I there? I know this from when he wrote the I'm Game like of Thrones. I'm like eating Snicker bars trying in the back. To keep, yeah. Trying to keep up with you. Yeah, yeah. I know this when he wrote the Game of Thrones column. He, it would be like a 15-hour process that we would go through because you want to well, get that it right was hard. that's way harder yeah. than working working with k on thursday night is easy i'm stepping into like a ready-made situation it's kind of like i'm kirk cousins and k's dalvin cook i mean like it can't go without Whoa. without dalvin cook dalvin cook's wow. the mvp i just need to keep the I'm... ship you know above water yeah. now you're as so far much as game you're so gross, self-deprecating it's so gross <laughs> i'm kirk cousins he's, give me a break he's milking Wait, it right kirk now cousins is a good quarterback yeah you sure. just you guys just stepped in that one sure. you don't like kirk cousins i mean you're um, good is i mean you know mediocre he's, average he's okay. okay he's vanilla, the game vanilla. Of thrones thing well if you're an average quarterback in the nfl you're one of the best on the planet right. anyway that was a way of calling yourself really rich we get it we get it you have a lot of money chris we get it can't hide but game it. of thrones game of thrones that was hard jimmy i know I know. It wouldn't K. That would be hard. Do you watch Game of Thrones? K- Chris, K? you and I were in a f- fantasy Game of Thrones league years oh, ago yeah. together that you don't even remember. <laughs> we I barely in, know what's going on in my football. We were fantasy in a text chain right with a ton of NFL media. I don't remember who else was in it. Chris was in it, took it very seriously, and was the best trash talker on the thread. I'm not surprised. I, wa- I want to ask about player. you two, but w- since we're on this topic of uh, other players and and talking about explain, what did you make of the? Uh, the Sam Darnold ghost comment and ESPN airing that. Did you think ESPN was out of line? Did you think that was fair game? What do you make of that as a player? Well, I think I look at it from the player perspective. You should always know where your audio is going. And players need to be a little bit more just aware and ask questions. I think sometimes they're like, hey, we're miking you up this week. And people are like passive about it. Like, oh, okay. I think especially quarterbacks, you should be cognizant of the fact that everything you say could become a headline. You know, it's just different. I liked his self-awareness, and I liked his willingness to say, I'm seeing ghosts. Like, if I'm a teammate, like, everybody knows you're seeing ghosts, bro. Like, mm-hmm. so you being able to say that and verbalize that, I actually think is a positive. And the way he took it after the game, didn't make excuses, didn't bitch, didn't lash out at right. people. He just seems like a mature kid, and I, I like his self-awareness. Now, the mic up thing, uh, yeah, the boogeyman, they took that thing and ran with it. But the lesson in the NFL is you're always going to be the butt of the joke eventually and that's what right. happened well you should have uh, appreciated that because as, as we saw on your i think the first episode of your green light podcast on chalk media you had a habit when you knew a teammate was mic'd up of going up to them and asking them how their herpes was well i didn't say herpes i, I would usually say like hey rash. did you get how's your rash you see i'm not playing this bullshit game rash but you meant herpes so let's i meant herpes yeah. but there's all types of rashes there's <laughs> shingles a, a lot of americans are Poison affected by IV. shingles every day but you meant herpes uh-huh. I said I asked a few of them if they had if they got if they needed any more Valtrex. But when you but when you ask somebody a question like that, that would insinuate that you have Valtrex. <laughs> I just want to clear that up. <laughs> nobody I know and nobody in this studio is dealing with a rash. Thank you for clarifying. But in the NFL, you know, it's a whole other well, ball. You, when you're mic'd Jimmy, up, where are I'm you taking get you. this? Thing? I'm just saying, he's the one who would go up to his teammates and ask him, not me. Is the title of this on the, your podcast thing going to be NFL and Herpes and Chris Long and Kenny? I, no, it's, That's, it's talking, yeah. rash. Talk. talking Rash. Oh, Rash. See, there he goes. Now, rash talk. okay, so Kay, I didn't know this till we saw each other one night at an NFL event recently mm-hmm. that you started your career with the Rams yes. as the. 
I was like the stage uh, game day, like stage manager. Okay, now it was Chris my job to make on sure that Rams was okay. team. Yes. Okay, so you guys go way back then. From we those do. Days. Was he nice Start to you when you had bottom. that job? Yeah. Cr- did I mean, he acknowledge you, or did he not even like acknowledge? You know, you're just. Well, like I don't this. think he had a chance to acknowledge me okay. because I was like running around like a little mouse trying to get these guys not to run me over running out she was running the pyrotechnics (laughs) basically i would be in no really i'm not kidding i'd have the headset on like i do now right i'd be in the tunnel and i don't know why they thought it was a good idea to give like the 90 pound sub five footer the job of when these dudes like chris longsize and steven jackson's sj39 are just done with smelling salts and getting revved up by whatever they do in that locker room. And Steve Spagnuolo just gave them the speech of a lifetime. It's my job to speech. hold <laughs> hold on to the back of their like uniforms and be like, wait till they say your name. Oh my okay, God. go. And then I would push them out. None of them listened. Did it was you ever, no, out, in, out in the sea of 8,000 yes, fans. And pyrotechnics. That, and you're, you're 0 and 12 <laughs> at this point. Like... <laughs> And by the way, the pyrotechnics were never the same after she left. We, uh, in 2000, you, I think, 12, uh, our field caught on fire yep. um, against the Pittsburgh Steelers well, in pregame. And this. that was after K. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. See, I made did a you ever have, did, when you had to hold them back and then let them go, did it always go smoothly? Or did you ever have an incident where maybe you fell or someone It was always it? Steven Jackson. There was a little slot receiver that actually bumped me in the head because he was more at my height. And I'm pretty sure I was in concussion protocol for a while. Donnie Avery? <laughs> Donnie Avery? Nope, not that one, Chris. Oh, okay. There's another one. <laughs> There's okay. another one. I know who it is, but I'll keep moving. Um, how long did you do the Rams gig for? Uh, two years. And I worked for the Cardinals at the same time. Same time? Mm-hmm. Is that allowed? Like, you're pumping up the Rams and Cardinals crowd? No, the, crowds? the like, baseball crowd. But oh, I was like on camera then. Oh, the St. Louis Cardinals. That's when okay. I was like, this is, I'm here, and you know, here's your gift in Section 208 for the Ameristar Casino. I go right to the Ameristar. I went right to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't spend nights at the Ameristar, oh, just spent hanging out everywhere. Many by nights there. at the Ameristar as a young player. Of course. No, don't say, you can't, don't say that. It was an ominous sight as you went over on um, St. Charles. Well, what was the highway? Was it? How'd you get to Earth City? It was 270 or 170. Yeah, 170. Uh, you went over the hill before the Earth City exit. There was work on the right mm-hmm. at the at the Earth City exit. And then off in the distance, just looming, was this ominous building called the Ameristar. And you'd see it on the bluffs, uh, on the banks of the river. And you're like, yeah, that's where I'm going to go get drunk later after we lose this <laughs> game. <laughs> and lose a bunch of money gambling. So. It was a good time in St. Louis. Great time. I did go to St. Louis once, and I... Remember, I loved it because the gambling is right there. Very, very easy access to the casinos. And I did lose a lot of money something. that one night. What's your game of choice at the casino? Well, honestly, I was a big 21 dude. I don't really have, uh, I don't really play cards. So for me, that was a short lived thing when I saw how quickly you can win money doing that. I'm not a big, I'm a big sports better now. Right. Oh, we need to I'm get retired. into that really deep. Not too deep. Oh, deep. <laughs> what? So, when you're in the NFL, you can't bet on the NFL, obviously. So were you betting other sports while you were in the NFL? And then when you retired, it was like you busted out of the cage and now you could bet the NFL every Sunday? Is this my Pete Rose moment? Yes. Um, no, I, I would I would do a college football pool sheet. I mean, I, I was uh, I was the guy. I was the guy with the book on college football. <laughs> so. You were the book? Interesting. And what? Uh, yeah. And how are the NFL wagers treating you in your first year of retirement week through week nine? Slightly net net minus. Slightly, see people. Yeah, people, slightly. People on Skype can't see, but he smiled. Was your wife in the room, and you don't want to say it's a big minus? No, or? she's fine. She, <laughs> my wife knows. I, 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 
my wife lets me, uh, <laughs> you know, send a bet out at dinner. Um, she supports my second career. <laughs> oh my God, Chris! Greg's the coolest. Listen, it's only in a slight minus. You can't. I'm you only... definitely can't bet. I don't know anything about it. But you're a fantasy junkie. Yeah, love fantasy. How many football. fantasy teams do you have right now? It's four. That's I'm not bad. Well That's but not... I don't really play, play for anything. I don't have. People are always talking about. Don't tell me you do free leagues. I've done. I do two. I oh, do like a family on. league. I, oh, yeah, four down. fantasy leagues. That gives me anxiety, along with the fact that you have a cracked phone. That also you gives have me a cracked anxiety. phone. I got my phone fixed. You need say, to get your phone fixed. Is your phone still cracked? Be honest. Mine's slightly spiring oh, in the weird. top right corner. All right, corner. pot kettle. Well, what, do you have no case? No, I don't. My, oh, I have like an my. iPhone See, that four. gives me anxiety. Yeah, it me, gives no, me anxiety. Yeah, I'm she's t- walking around with four fantasy teams, <laughs> and she's checking in on her iPhone 7. I, it's an iPhone 4S. No Thank you. I, I literally start to shake when I see someone without a case. It makes me so nervous mm. get a case please let's so talk wait, more about chris for no we're going to talk about you still no, no, so wait no. take me so wait when you said cardinals i didn't even think baseball that's yeah. so bizarre to me i would never um i just think of you so football because and then i threw the first pitch at wrigley this so year. tell I me how you sides. tell me how Ooh. you got to good morning football how did i get there yeah like I, from I, the rams I, to good morning yeah, football. I went from st louis uh, there was a job opportunity to come up to new york and go work in stanford doing nbc sports right news did, right. or radio updates and you did the direct tv i did direct tv on sundays right. and then they were starting good morning football um embassy row was that production company and they came to me and said do you want to do this let's do it and are you voila. you guys have really like i feel like every like the show has grown in popularity from the day, like keeps growing, growing, growing. Like it's been, and that's what people usually want from their shows. I would think so, yeah. How happy does that make you? That it's more popular. Well, that you know, you guys are like really like there's a lot of momentum. I feel like behind the show, and it's a everyone, lot of work. The show, everyone so in the league cool watches that show too. Yes. they is, do. Yeah. They do. It's an iconic show. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I know Kate doesn't want to praise I herself, but that show is is really good, yeah. and, and people who know football like it too, and they're able to be funny. Mm-hmm. While actually hitting the X's and O's. Right. By the way, Kay, our power rankings were almost identical. Nice. Did you have yeah, the Saints at one? We should talk about it. Well, the only difference oh, was boy. at five, you had the Seahawks. You had and I had um I have the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs were the poor Packers getting no love from us. Don't let Kay change the subject. We want to know about no, good morning. Oh, Chris football. is such a good friend for doing that. He knows me. We don't know uh, power forget power rankings. I will say Chris loves Good Morning Football so much that last week when he was in New York doing an entire media junket promoting his new chalk media platform, right. it was high on the list of places for him to come visit. Wasn't it, Chris? You got you, you to talk to my team. My team said that. <laughs> he didn't come here, so He thanks. did not come yeah. see, see me. That's cool, but, though. We'll make up for it later. Um, no, what I was going to say is it's one thing when a schmuck like me says they love Good Morning Football, but like everyone in the league, yeah. it's got that's got to freak you out a little bit, though, No. I would say no because we're we're such a positive show. That's true. That that there's nothing to be freaked out by. It's an honor, honestly. We work very hard every day to yeah. make it different and make it just look different than everything else you might see in the morning or on the network. So it's nice to see that hard work pay off. I think the best thing that we do and the thing that makes me most proud or my most rewarding moments are when we show a side of guests that don't get to be shown necessarily. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we had Jerry Rison, who's of course incredible on camera. And a really great personality, but I feel like we and Nate Burleson specifically were able to pull something out of him that you're not going to see on right. his entire media tour. Right. I now I, I asked Chris about how he does the Thursday show. I'm fast. I'm I'm obsessed on this podcast. Whenever I have guests who have like weird jobs with the traveling, like I mm-hmm. can't like you do that show. I know you guys get up at. I think Kyle had once told me he gets a car at like three or four in the morning yeah. and all that. 
And then you're on this thing on Thursday nights. I see you doing, you know, um, the weekend good morning football. I see you on the, mm-hmm. you're on Buffalo. Like, what, do you sleep? Do you rest? Um, I'm a vampire, <laughs> basically. I don't know how I keep the energy. I think everything, you, it's the best thing to do during the season is work a ton because then you're living it. Then you're not sitting there studying numbers. You know the numbers because you're watching the games all day Sunday. Then you do good morning football. By the time I get to Chris on Thursday, we, you know, we'll text on Sunday. We'll right. text throughout the week about what we want to talk about. And that show just sort of goes and so, flies. Right. So I don't know. I don't. I, I, do I sleep? I don't deprive myself. Like if I go to a concert... Um, to, you know, till one in the morning or t- midnight, yeah. then, you know, I'm going to have to make up for that and pay the debt the next day. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be rude. I don't mean yeah, to boy. be rude, but I just got, as the host, I have to say this. As a good morning football loyalist who watches every morning and loves the four of you so much, I didn't like you on good morning football weekend. I feel like it's cheating. Just saying that. Just got to throw it out. It's Why? cheating. Isn't it cheating, Chris? It's cheating. Huh? It's cheating that you... You have the main like that's like I don't you know. think they saw it. so so oh is that rude, Chris? That I said that, but it's not rude no. if I do the show with no, it's, Chris. It's it's you're, no. you're you're the viewer, right? Lay it all out <laughs> yeah. there. I thought it was fun. I thought it was okay. No, you weren't there for it. You Did you it. watch it? I saw it, and I'm oh. like, I can't believe she's turning on Nate, Kyle, and Peter. Do you normally okay. watch it? No. Oh, so no. did you watch it for me? Jimmy? I saw you were on there, and I'm like, well, I think I saw it on Twitter. Go oh, ahead, okay, I have I have two questions. Oh, boy. One, what time does your alarm go off on a normal Good Morning Football morning, and what time are you done with that show? I'm done with that show at 10.30-ish every morning, and I wake up. If there's a game the night before, like a Sunday nighter that I'll have to probably watch the last quarter on my way to work, I'll get up around 3.45, but I'm like a— Okay. Yeah. So that's really, (laughs) but then secondly, you have an opportunity for the most glorious naps every day. Do you take naps? I do not take naps. You are a psycho. But am I tired? Am I tired when I'm like when I do the Thursday night show? No, No. it's amazing. That's why I asked. A nap, like especially like if I'm home, I get home and nobody's home, and it's before noon, and I was up before eight a.m. I'm taking a nap. Like it's it. my That's bed. too early like, to just... take a nap. The nap needs to be like two, three, four o'clock, not twelve. No, no anxiety. That just puts you in a weird place when you wake up, especially with daylight savings. Don't know how my dad does it. My dad's a big PM nap guy. <laughs> yeah. When you wake up and it's dusk, like might as well go drinking. There's no <laughs> way. I'm not gonna be able to sleep that. Night. I don't know how you. Do I think you twelve like... is too early for now. Do you nap. know that Chris doesn't know? That he's funny. Do you agree? Do you agree with me? I kissed his ass so much last week when he, oh, he did his that. first do podcast because I thought it was. I was on my train <laughs> laughing out loud at his podcast, and I've told him, I I appreciate his sense of humor because it's not like here's the punchline; it's the throwaway line. And he's not like, look at me, look yeah, at me. That's why he's good. Well, let's make him really uncomfortable. He was talking about right ha- hiding behind his microphone. Yeah, I'll embarrass him a lot right now. He was talking about how he how strip clubs have good chicken sandwiches or chicken. They do have. It's not chicken sandwiches. Chicken. They're just good chicken. Period. But okay. Really? But here's what with the funny. Part- I've never been to a strip club. Putting that out there. Ever. Ever. East St. Louis. Not you've no. never been to East, East St. Louis. Side? Nope. Mm-mm-mm. But the funniest part of that is when he was talking about it, and he was talking about like eating chicken while people were doing their work and he's just like well the performer we'll call them performers like the way they are performers they do perform but that i was was referencing there's a but that was funny strip club chicken's really good second thing you need to know is there was a restaurant called and i'll call it a restaurant just like we're talking performers there was a place called crystal city restaurant which was a strip club in northern virginia Mm. outside dc a lot of the dc socialites a lot of natitude bros go there and they serve sushi <laughs> during the performances. 
So you've got like just I, I don't trust the sushi at a strip no, club. That's where I draw the line. Yes. That's the point. Strip club chicken, a okay. There it is. But I learned something. That's here why today. you have to watch the Green Light podcast on Chalk Media. That's the stuff he gives you. You have a snake in studio though, bro. We, we did have a snake in studio. Oh, I guess we're snake. like Angie's list for strip club food. Like, <laughs> if you want to know. An after-hours <laughs> spot. That's a good. good that sounds like right. an and app. Then, and then I'm the jerk because I said herpes is a problem in the NFL. Why do you connect strip clubs and herpes? Because Why'd you do that? I'm because not stigmatizing uh, Valtrex or herpes. Uh, what I'm saying is, how's your rash, bro? Uh, like you know, that's all I want to know. Sounds like a caring, considerate teammate a... to me. Yes, absolutely, for sure. That's what he is—a considerate teammate. I think, and you guys are a great team. On Amazon. <laughs> Thanks for bringing uh, that full circle. Yes. Trying to get off the whole strip club. Kirk Cousins is trying. Yes. Oh, his self-deprecation. I could kill him. So let me ask you this question about uh, you are. We talked about it. It's streaming. What's the feedback like? Are you getting immediate feedback on Twitter? Do you react to it? Do yeah. you not? Do you, are you looking at it during the show? After the show? It's definitely not. So there's no commercials. Right. Which is another kind of cool benefit, Very right? Cool. So it is half an hour. It's such an interesting challenge, especially coming from your favorite show, Good Morning Football, right. which is three hours. Right. <laughs> lots of commercials, lots of time right. to say what you're going to say. Th- the biggest challenge of this show for me is that it's 30 minutes. Yeah. No commercials. We have to fit in a talk back with Hannah, Cr- uh, Hannah Handria, we call them, with <laughs> Handria, yeah. and with James Coe, get his awesome. He works so hard mm-hmm. with these stats and yeah. these numbers. He's awesome and gives really a different perspective that sort of offers um, some variation in what you can choose to you know be a part of on your Thursday night pregame. But we, the half hour, it's uh, you're working up against it. So right. it's you know we've talked well, way longer than a half hour, haven't we? Not that much longer than a half hour. I'm gonna let you Damn, go, dude. Soon. So I, I think so it's been tough. three minutes, Kay. I didn't realize yeah. we were having such a. Shitty I could literally do this for like six hours, but I know you guys probably want to get the hell out of here. Um, yeah, I always, you know, I talk to Peter and Kyle a lot, and I, I say to them all the time, like, I don't know how they do that every day. Like to have that energy mm-hmm. for three hours at seven in the morning, I don't know how they do it. Especially Kyle. I mean, I worry that Kyle's gonna have a stroke one day on the show when they do the yeah. Wall Street segment or the angry runs. Like <laughs> I, I text him. I'm like, I am literally I'm like, you're in great shape, but I'm worried you. about you. I say that sometimes when there's yeah. like a prop on stage where it's like, oh, we're all gonna get up on this. I'm like, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, but. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what how, what they get hopped up on before the show. It's got to be something. They're on the other side yeah. of the floor, on the other side of the building, yeah. but it works. 78 Red Bulls. Chris, have you seen their Wall Street segment? Listen, if he's method acting, <laughs> that could be a problem for his health. Yes. Because those bros he turns on red. Wall Street yeah. go hard. Yeah. Yes, they certainly <laughs> They know do. all about the chicken, don't they? They know about the chicken. <laughs> yeah. They know about some other stuff. <laughs> Valtrex. I right, let, let's let, powdered look powdered what? sugar looking stuff that, <laughs> on their desks. Yeah. That's how I imagine Wall Street is like just piles of cocaine on is that okay to say yes, on this? On yes, this yes. Yeah. Am- anyway, I'm not accusing this. Kyle of that. And it's on next seven PM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well let, I'll ask you some we'll wrap up with some football questions. We'll get it all back. We'll be all like serious and I'll ask you some football yeah, questions. Yeah, I like being serious. I got my notes here. Um The Patriot lost last week. That everyone's freaking out about. I thought the I thought the Packer loss to the Chargers was actually way worse. Like the Ravens are a good team. The Patriots always have a game like that sometime during the season, but the Chargers have been so up and down, and then they just shut down Aaron Rodgers like that. What are, do, are you nervous about the Patriots or what? Give me like a. I disagree with you, Jimmy. I think the Pack, Packers loss. It's not as surprising because this is generally when the Chargers get hot. 
You got a new play caller. It's an unknown. And I think the Packers, I talked about on my show last week, I sold them high. I worry about them stopping the run. I worry about a few of their deficiencies. They've won some games where questionable calls have gone their way. With the Pats, and Kay pointed this out, great minds think alike. I, I was on her timeline, and she said, she pointed out the thing that, that disproves everybody's, um, you know, the Patriots' plot armor has to be that, well, even if they have a bad game, they usually do that on purpose, and they'll figure it out. Bill's not so, given the so whole weird. game plan. They're 3-6 and six against teams in the playoffs uh, that they lost in the regular season, which is what Kay pointed out as well. I think that Baltimore creates a huge matchup problem for them, and there's no way to reshuffle the deck other than to just get home field advantage. But they're a game out mm. when it comes to Baltimore. So when you look at the rest of the season, the Patriots have the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Chiefs, and then the Bills to finish. And I had Ninkovich on my show yesterday, and he's like, yeah, you got to worry about that week 17 because now they're used to resting players. They're not going to have that cushion. If they see Baltimore again at home, it evens the playing field a little bit. But you get those big guys in their front seven running laterally to defend all that option stuff. That's not how they're built. Roman gave them problems in San Francisco. I worry about the Pats if they see Baltimore again. How does Brady look to you? Brady looks fine to me. I mean, like, here's the thing about Brady. Brady is the GOAT. But Brady is a different player than he was a little bit earlier in his career. And he's going to have those games where you're like, you know, every Monday there's somebody like, this is over for Tom. And eventually somebody's going to be right. But not so far. I, I don't think... I think their problems are far more how, how do they protect the 42, 43-year-old quarterback. Mm. The Andrews loss was huge. Win coming back, I don't know. I think they should have made a move for a tackle. But he, without, without Gronk, it tests everybody else from the skill position standpoint. And they standpoint. can't run probably without Gronk because he's with the best pass blocker in the game, run, run blocker. And without Devlin. Devlin yeah. was a oh, huge sure. loss. And, and, and the team that they can bank on beating every year in the playoffs so they can just shove it down their throat would be Kansas City. But you worry that they're not the same team on the ground anymore. I, I don't know why everyone's worried about Brady when he has recovery pajamas that you can buy. Yeah, no, that, that solves everything. Yeah, I mean, $100 on TB12.com and you put Is on the pajamas. Is that true? Yeah. Um, don't get me started on that. Look at Chris's face. Uh, yeah, he, ha- he sells recovery pajamas. You put them on and then you're fine. They're like 80 bucks. Um, the one I love Tom Brady, but that bothers me so much. You want night vision do goggles, the, Chris? I want those for Christmas. Swap. I got night vision goggles. Yeah. <laughs> do the Chiefs? You mentioned. I the, do, you, really? You mentioned the running game. Do the Chiefs have enough defense to win a Super Bowl? They're getting better defensively. They are. I, they you know, are. I thought they were just terribly imbalanced, but if you like DVOA, they're one of the most balanced teams in the league, along with the Saints and our favorite team, the Vikings. Um, you know, they're only 11th in total defense DVOA, I think, I read uh, this week. And I have no idea how DVOA works. I'm just joking. I kind of do. But um, <laughs> Chris Jones is good. Like, they're coming to play. Chris Jones is bad. They've been better the, the last three, four makes. weeks. Yeah. And they, they won that game last Sunday without their defensive mm-hmm. ends. So right. they're going to get people healthy here. I think they're going to be relevant deep into the playoffs. Uh, Andy Reid's a wizard, man. Two, Matt Moore. Yeah. Two more. Um, what the Browns. Like, is it Freddie Kitchen's fault? Baker? Um, like, Who's too the much. Leader? Who's the leader on that team? That it's not Odell. It's not Baker. It's clearly not Kitchens. Like, the, but I was I didn't have high expectations for that team. I did. I was like I, all over the Browns, and I, I got sh- suckered into it because yeah. I thought the AFC North wouldn't wouldn't mm-hmm. be as. I thought the AFC North was way down. I didn't foresee Baltimore being this good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, interesting thing. Warren Sharp. If y'all like Warren mm-hmm. Sharp. Yep. 
he pointed out a big discrepancy in the productivity between 11 and 12 personnel for them. And they've been way worse this year offensively. I think it all starts with Kitchens. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired this year. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it would be just because when you show you have evidence of like there's something here and then you regress and you're 100% controlling the offense, they've lost their 0-3 in games, their one-score one games this year. Down the stretch last year, they're 3-1. These are all head coaching decisions. And Tony Dungy talked about it the other night. Like It took him four, four years to be groomed to be a head coach. Kitchens, yeah. it was like, all right, let's do this thing. Like, right. like roll the ball out. Yeah. Like, not working. Um, I think you're both right on that, everything you guys said there. Ha- My producer, Harry, here is a Dolphins fan. Oh, wow. So I want the player perspective. Is tanking complete bullshit? Is it a real thing? Like, I can't imagine these guys where you can literally, I mean, you can get injured on every single play of every Sunday. It's so dangerous. And they're going to go out there and tank. I, I, it's The concept is so bizarre to me, and I, I would love a player's perspective on that. Players don't tank. Right. Um, I could see front office people tanking, you know, in effect. Right. Uh, but you're, there's no player out there that's going to just go out and screw up on purpose. The thing about being bad in the NFL, and I am, I have a PhD <laughs> in being on bad teams in the NFL, like Oxford level <laughs> shit. Um, players, you can't, you can't be complacent. You could be mortally wounded on any play. Bro. Right. Like, right. This isn't like being in the NBA where you're like, trust the process. Like, no, I'm not trusting any process. I'm, I have to defend myself. And when you're down big, especially on defense, or if you're a quarterback and your line sucks, you got to survive out there, bro. Like you're you're under siege. Like players are not tanking. You saw how excited they got about winning on Sunday. Yeah. Dump Gatorade shower. Flores with yeah, citrus yeah. cooler. Okay, where are you on that, by the way? Where do you mean on on what? Gatorade bass for one win team. I think that this team has fight every week. They've lost every game, but for whatever reason, it's working for Flores. That keep, that team's trying to win every week. I'm glad they got one. And yeah, Dowson, why not? I, one win, yeah. one win. You do the Gatorade, but you can't do it more than one win. Like that's going to be no. the only no, win no, of the no, year. No, 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 right. that's it. That's yeah, it. like that's it. You got to do it for that one. Yeah, that's a relief. Yeah. Citrus cooler bath right. because you don't want to be the 0 16 right. team. Right, exactly. you just don't. I think it could happen in Cincy this year, honestly. Um, yeah, I do too. I'm surprised they're only 10 point underdogs this week against the uh, the Ravens. There, that is a bizarre line oh, to me. Are they? Look yeah. at Chris. Look at that. Chris just perked up. Put that put that down in your when you're <laughs> when you're having dinner with your beautiful wife and you want to make <laughs> yeah. that bet. Um, all right, last one. Chris Long, K. Adams, NFL Next, Amazon Prime, yes. every Thursday, 7 p.m. So happy to have them here. Last one, K. Yeah. You first. Will pass interference be reviewable in the NFL oh, next boy. year? Oh, boy. Why next are you season? ending on that question? Because it's the biggest debacle question. I've ever seen in my life. What's I saw point? you wrote about it. But it, it. here's the deal. They make the rule, but then they won't overturn any challenges. So why did they – I mean, is it was it really just to shut up Saints fans? I think that's really what it was. Do you really think so? They have that much pull well, why, that they could do that? Well, how come they don't overturn any pass interference challenges? That's a Chris question. I just I think the league is really bad. I think the league has so much going on. They're bad at foresight. And this was a bad plan. This is obviously by design. They're under 20% on, on overturn calls. There was a stretch there where it was like a month plus and they hadn't overturned one. You got coaches keeping their flags in their pockets. Uh, Shermer pulled his out the other day, throw a flag uh, to no avail. And I think a lot of coaches have rightfully so just given up. And so it's just, it's a it seemed to be a rule that they didn't, I think NFL sometimes forgets that there's a Twitter now, mm. like people are on this shit. Right. Like this isn't 1987 right. where they missed the calls, they missed the trends. Like people are the, pol- 
The Twitter police right. are on it. Okay, you, so yeah. what's the solution? Because we can talk. We don't know make it's it, a problem. Go back to the old way and don't make it challengeable. It, what's the point in letting coaches challenge if you're never going to overturn it? We can't say never. 99% of the time. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they need to do, but they either need to do what you're suggesting or get that closer to 50. Right. Oof. All right, you didn't want to end on that topic. What do you want to end on? I'll let you end it, whatever you want. Um, Throw something out, Chris. What? what are you thinking, Chris? Uh, let's thinking see. Some... Chris, what you still have that imaginary thing on your nose? Let's end it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a pimple last he week on the show. Okay, this is a good it. way to end it. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I haven't had a pimple in many years <laughs> on my face right. that I like actually had to... I had to put makeup on my nose. He didn't. Too much candy corn? It makes you break out. Mm. It d- Might be candy corn. Yeah. I do like candy corn. He now. came in looking like he, oh, I mean, it's Chris Long. Okay. It comes, the, the our glam squad is like, what is he talking about, Gay? Was it a big pimple? No, there was no pimple. There was oh, nothing. It was large. It was like, it wasn't it was like he was with, walking with... into makeup where I'm, I'm getting done up for an hour, and he wanted to be like, oh, I have to come in there and like pretend. That something is wrong with me, and this is what there's I'm going lot, to do. There's choose. a lot going on here with your boy, <laughs> and I had a pimple last week. <laughs> I think it was stress. <laughs> <laughs> but he cared. He cared more yeah. than he's launching a new media he company. Cared he's very so much stressed. more than I thought he would. I put up a picture of Chris that he did not love, and I heard about it. Are you? Yeah, you're really that way? You the classic. <laughs> you know the IG move where you're like, picture looks good to me. Let me. Oh. Didn't see that Chris looks like. Yeah, I didn't look at you at all. You're right. Like I was on sedatives. They caught me. <laughs> and Kay was like, "Awesome!" But you're you know, so like, you're so rugged and yeah. like zero F's given. Like you're all out of F's all the this time. But why, I can't believe that yeah. you would care. This is why I like to get into the mind of at like. You got like a two-time Super Bowl winner, millions of dollars, married, beautiful family, and he cares about like an Instagram picture. It makes no sense to, to me. No, he cares. Very, I'm very self-conscious, <laughs> so I like to get my flaws out. I took the whole team through my all my physical flaws. <laughs> To, to get that out of the way, it's the M&M thing. Everyone thinks you he's yourself he'll leave and, and, and everyone's cracking up. And I've had several people who don't like sports, don't watch football, who've interacted with Chris on the show, you know, glam and, and so forth, that are like, does he know that he's hilarious? I don't think he knows. I don't oh, yeah, think he, he knows. Okay, you're so. Now. I don't like that you're all putting it on Chris. You're funny too. Thanks. Yeah, she's really funny. And you're a smooth Jack. host. Good morning, football Thanks. flies. Like, come on, give yourself some credit. It's a good time. Yeah, she's, she's dealing with those maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dealing with Kyle, like having a stroke on the set every day. Like, it's not easy. It's a lot. It's a lot. Three forty-five alarm clock. Yeah. Yeah. You're insane. Yeah. <laughs> He's so mad about that. I watch them and I'm just. I don't. I'm like, how are they? She's all perky. The show starts. I'm like half asleep. Kyle's running. I, I'm like. This show is amazing. So, well, we love it. So yeah. I'm glad you like it. And then, of yeah, course, NFL next every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, Amazon Prime. You guys are on before Raiders Chargers this week. Thursday night schedules is, is always good. Uh, so you guys at least get good games too. You don't have to like preview clunkers, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, tomorrow it's Chargers, <laughs> uh, Chargers Raiders. Raiders, and Raiders. it's a, you know two quarterbacks that this guy's sacked the shit out of. Is what I texted really? him. Yep. I have sa- I have sacked. The- <laughs> These dudes, your boy has. How about a lot of strip sacks? I saw. Do you do you know Philip Rivers personally at all? Like, do you chat with him ever? Like, what what's it? How like um like I told Rosillo on our pod the first time he ever talked trash to me on the field, he called me a pretty boy, and I was like, you coming on to me, bro? Like, you got a lot of kids. Like, it ain't happening here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Chris, well, like that's nine kids. Like, what's up with that exactly? My man. I mean, listen, he's got to be the best dad in the world because pro football makes it tough. And he 
pulls it off beautifully. The conversion van, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, not like how do you go out to dinner? How do you? It, that's rough. Nine he probably kids. doesn't. He brought his his ninth kid, the youngest one, to the podium last week. It right, was so right, cute. Right. Is he going to be in uh, broadcasting? Like one of the? Is he going to be a first? Ooh, that's a good question. Is he going to be a first overall he, pick when that draft class comes well, out? Well, that goes back to how we started this. He has nine kids, so either he's going to want a job and never be home, or it'll be the opposite way. He'll have no job and be like it's one or the other. Like either he wants to get away from those kids, or he just wants to be twenty four seven with. I mean, you got nine of them. You need to. I think you need to escape at some point. I mean, so here's one. Who, who, real quick, one name that you want to see in the media when they finish playing? Philip Rivers. Uh, I gotta think. Um, Olsen. No, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Like, who's he hates uh, Greg Olson. There we go. No, no, no. Heard it here first. I mean, Greg Olson. Everybody. I mean, whatever. Um, he said. I, feel, I I still feel like we were robbed of Jay Cutler. Say what you want. Like he was honest oh, and different. Cutler. Like we were robbed him coming back to the Dolphins for that last year. I wanted to hear him in the booth. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Who's like a? I'm, I, 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 go I for, think Jason Kelsey could be. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Terrific. Yeah. He's my sleeper. I'm trying to think like who's f- funny. Um, I have to say I'm intrigued by Gronk doing this media gig. I'm intrigued. Intrigued is the word. <laughs> intrigued, like it's. You know, watching him try to say a sentence is it's amusing. There's more I to think, Gronk though. You know this, smarter. Chris. Yes. There's I think more he's to a lot him. smarter than, than he leads I'm not on. I think saying it's he's a not bit s- of a bit. I'm not saying he's not smart, but I'm yeah. just saying like when he did the Edelman thing and the squirrel gets the nut and then he tried to say And he's gonna get that nut. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like is that not the perfect Rob Gronkowski segment right there? Like that's it. Like it is, but yeah. I I'd like to see him be I'd like to see a different side of he him. He tried to say a word. I forgot the word. I tweeted it at the time, but he tried to say a, a word that was like four syllables and his head looked like I he was. I screw up explode. words. I have a ninety flex, ninety ninth percentile verbal IQ. I'm not being self deprecating here. I screw up two words a show. It's like a running joke. Yeah. Like it's yeah, but no no. I'm not I called about... Kevin Harlan Kevin Harlinson yesterday. That's bad. What do you that's bad. That's like Dick Stockton. You were the talking about day. the call about the cat? Yeah, the cat call was amazing. <laughs> that uh, was the that he is the best, Kevin Harlan. That cat call was Nobody's going Tom Brady here? Is that not in his uh, cards? What do you think, Chris? If he totally flips the script and like reinvents the brand again, I, I can't wait. Tom, it's the mystery surrounding Tom. Yeah, that makes me want to know what's next. I think yeah. Belichick would be more intriguing because every he's I've heard him whenever he does when he's talking about the game. History. He's very very yeah, and he did the thirty for thirty with the two Bills, him and Parcells. That was really really yeah. good. So you got to get it in 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 Bill's wheelhouse because yeah. if it's not, he doesn't care. Have you ever made Bill Belichick laugh? Oh hell yeah. Okay, tell me about it. What do you mean? Well, when I had the Julian mask, he loved that. <laughs> I, I I bought like a six hundred dollar porcelain Julian mask that we actually talked about on my show on Halloween, and I showed up to meetings in it and I got the the tooth smile. You got with a Bill. tooth I, smile. I got the tooth smile and the laugh and the shoulder shrug. Right. And in fact, he made me stand up in front of the team, so he really liked that. Wow, that's good. Good. Anytime you can make Bill Belichick smile, that that's got to be like you know. A huge, oh, I got like plenty day. of smiles out of Bill. Yeah. I kept it light yeah. in that building. Did you get more smiles or more like, like opposite of smiles from him? I just tried Scowls. not to. I just tried to not make the mistake, you know, before I got coached on it. That was my approach always. I was very attentive to detail. Uh, I got yelled at once or twice, but I'd say my smile. Tell you got it. What was one of the times you got yelled at? What, what was, did What did you do that get yelled at? Uh, probably roughing, um, 
Tyrod Taylor in the fourth quarter of a low-scoring game that Jacoby Brissett started, and we lost the fourth week of 2016, roughing him, and then subsequently along with Jamie Collins missing a sack. Um, that was my cringiest big team meeting in New England. Gotcha. Kirk Cousins would never do that, Chris. No, Kirk would never. <laughs> he would never. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this, and uh, good luck with uh, NFL Next on Amazon Prime, 7 p.m., and uh, – Kay, you can catch on Good Morning Football yeah. as well. Chris has his whole thing going, Chalk Media on YouTube. What now? Yeah, tell us what's, what you've got cooking. Is the podcast, I don't even know. Is the pod on Apple yet, or it's still YouTube only? So my big victory last night was it finally, we finally got it approved. It feels like an eternity. We've been running YouTube, and it is like a show, but it's a podcast, which now the lines are being blurred, as we can see mm -hmm. here. But um, the show is Tuesday and Friday. It's called Greenlight, and... Um, we, we tape it out of Charlottesville, and it, we try to push it out as quickly as we can. We just got approved for audio, and last night, big victory for me. So they said, tweet this link. Shouldn't be very hard. So I tweet the Apple Music link, and I go, here it is, guys, on Spotify for everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then I, and then I step away for 30 minutes, yeah. and everybody's like, I can fix this for you. Like, this is a good start. I'm like, well, you know, this we're not exactly a buttoned-up organization yet, uh, and that's kind of our brand. So if you like the pod, check us out on Apple Music, YouTube, yeah. Spotify, all that I stuff. Love it. All right. Good, good to have you in the podcast game. Yeah, I'm in the game, Welcome dude. Aboard. You, no, I love it. You're going to take me out? I, no, I loved his pod. I told him it was uh, that first episode I was cracking up. I really Thank you. I appreciate it. Like. And the snake, by the way, oh, episode two, you got to go check it out. Yeah. Snake bit my co-host. Okay, you. I'm going to go. I need to go. Yeah. I have to catch up on both. Yeah. I'm going to binge listen to this. Thanks, Did it dude. Seriously? Thanks for supporting her cousin, Chris, Delvin. Like, I we talked about snakes. Bring the snake to the pregame show tomorrow on Amazon. We, I don't like snakes. I don't even want Jake the Snake good. Plumber on our show because that's how it has to be. almost had to send them off. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris. Take it easy, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Take thanks, care. Thanks. All take right. it easy. Okay, thank you thank so much you. for coming in. And don't hang up yet, Chris. No, let him hang up. No, okay. I want to take a picture of all this oh, okay. in front of the TV. Bye. All right, very fun chat there. My thanks to Chris Long and Kay Adams. Loved having them on. And now we continue the podcast with Andrew Marshan of the New York Post on the uh, Big Mike Francesa News right here. On the SI Media Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural 
natural wool and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. All right, joining me now, SI Media Podcast regular. Of course I had to have him on this week. New York Post media columnist, Andrew Marshan. Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing, Jimmy? I am doing well, and uh, obviously we have uh, big news in New York with Mike Francesa's, I-, I think it's a bizarre announcement, maybe that's not a fair assessment, but um, it's he's leaving Afternoon Drive on FAN, but he's still doing stuff for Radio.com. Like, do we know what he's going to be doing once he leaves Afternoon Drive? Do we know that yet? Nah, we don't know fully exactly how the mechanics will work. I mean, I do have a, I've been told some ideas how it might work but i mean the big headline really is that he's retiring from afternoon drive which of course is where you i and a lot of people first started liking mike francesa and and mike and the mad dog which is you know the most iconic uh sports radio tandem uh that's ever been out there in that genre um so that's really the news so he's retiring from that i mean when you look at his last retirement I mean, it wasn't really a retirement because it was more of he was trying to change jobs. Um, it just didn't work out and he had to come back uh, to FAN. And so um, there's a semi-retirement. So what he'll do exactly, I've been told, you know, a sliver for WFAN. Does that mean the Sunday show? Does that mean some sort of daily small presence um, to be determined? And then Radio.com, I think the idea would be to react, uh, to have some commentaries. Um, but I just think they the the idea of you know Mike doing talk shows and calls and, and hours of radio I think that is officially over uh, unless there was a, another comeback. Okay, that's what's interesting to me because I was wondering is he doing like a you know because the the company line was no more afternoon drive so I was thinking like is he doing like a Monday morning show a Friday morning show so it, it, I mean that's possible look that that's that's definitely possible. Um, that he does some sort of, you know, set piece or, you know, a couple times a week or perhaps even daily. I mean, he does have a home studio. Um, I believe he has a home studio down in Florida to it where, you know, his house in Florida. Uh, and so I do think that, um, he does have the ability when he's not traveling or other activities that he talked about yesterday on the air, uh, you know, that he, he wants to do in terms of seeing his kids games and, you know, being a father and, and traveling, uh, I think he, he could, you know, he could do something that's sort of regular, but, uh, but it's just, it's different. I think, you know, I, I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's Francesca on the fan that kind of puts those two things together. And of course with Chris Russo uh, to begin, begin things back in the nineties or, you know, late eighties, uh, early nineties. And, you know, for a long time, uh, you know, really were the pulse of radio sports radio in New York. Uh, so, uh, so it's a change for sure. So very, very simple question, which I don't think we have answered yet. So maybe you can educate us here. Why is this happening? 
Well, he did retire once before. I mean, the, the, the reason Mike Francesa is so interesting uh, is because it's hard to, you know, he's, a, he's an interesting character, a lot going on there. Uh, so to, for me to fully answer why, I mean, he is older, you know, he is at that retirement age for a lot of people. Um, and so, you know, that's one reason. Um, you know, I, I, he doesn't, he hasn't for a long time, if you listen to the show, and you've been a long time listening, he hasn't really seemed to enjoy doing the show. You know, does he seem like he can rev it up sometimes? If he get, gets passionate about coach or something like that with the Giants, uh, even though it does come off a little bit personal, but maybe not. You know, uh, there, there, there's definitely reasons to, to rip Pat Shermer and the Giants and, and, and Times Gettleman. Uh, but um, but he hasn't seemed like he loved it. So that's number one. Uh, number two, it's um, well, the ratings aren't as good. I, I think he definitely has taken a lot of pride in, in terms of being, uh, being you know, ESPN uh, consistently over the you know, 30 years. Now, that said, I mean, you know, people don't understand fully the ratings. Um, you know, for a long time, ESPN was on 1050 and FAN was on 660. And that's like, uh, you know, comparing if, you know, the Post, New York Post was selling a dry newspaper and the Daily News was selling a wet newspaper that's completely, you know, damp from the rain. Uh, you know, you can't really compare those two because you couldn't really hear 1050 very well. But for a long time, it really wasn't even a, I don't think considered a battle. And since ESPN's gone to 987, it's been a much closer battle in the first month here. Uh, K beat Francesa by 1.4 uh, rating share, um, which included the streaming, the much disputed streaming. So that's a um, significant difference. Now, could Mike come back? Yeah, he could. But uh, right now he's getting destroyed in the ratings uh, that first you know month. Uh, and so you know, that, that could be part of it. And I think also money. Uh, you know, if he, he could have gotten, and there's going to be even more money, maybe he stays on. But um, but he got him to give him, I'm sure, a good chunk of money to do Radio.com and kind of, at least as of, as far as we know, be able to really have control of the schedule. Yeah, I mean, when I say why, I, I, it's more about the fact that he only came back last year, May of 2018, and now it's already over. And um, that's what's like, do you think he knew when he came back it was going to be short-lived and... Or is this well, something that really just recently yeah. came up? You know, I don't, you know, Jimmy, Mike and I have been in disagreement over some things um, no over idea. this period. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things was, I don't think he had good options. There's no known good option that he had after he retired, quote marks, uh, from FAN the first time. You know, he looked around, he talked to places, you know, VSN, VSIN. Uh, How do you say that? Vissin. 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 Yeah, listen, they, um, you know, he knows Brent Musburger a long time. So I think mean, like, there's an option there, but not a lucrative option, you know, super lucrative option, uh, what Mike's used to getting paid for. But, you know, a lot of people were pointing to the MSGs and the SNYs and local regionals here as possibilities, and, and they had no interest. Um, so, you know, there wasn't as big a market for him uh, that maybe he thought he could have. So he, he, he didn't, he wanted to come back. And I think, People missed it. I mean, when you're a talk show host, it's, it's pretty intoxicating living. Not only, you know, you, you get to talk about sports, but everywhere you go, everyone wants to know your opinion. You know, it's, your opinion is so important. And so, you know, that's a good feeling. So when you're in the middle of, middle of it, then you're kind of like in the center of things. Oh, I heard you here. When you leave it, 
you're around. Oh, I used to like you. Oh, what are you doing now? You know, it's a little bit, it's a little past tense and it gets more and more uh, past tense as you move uh, further away from it. And so um, I presume just being able, you know, having uh, listened to Mike for a long time and watched Mike for a long time, I, I presume that probably is something that may have uh, influenced him, but it's hard to say. I mean, he's also gone back and forth since he's been back. You know, we talked about, forces that didn't want him to return to FAN when he first came back. He said it was only about the app, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, uh, and, and then he, he, you know, he's gone, he's just gone every different direction. And so, um, you know, and then he gets mocked a lot, you know, with uh, the fun house and back after this on Twitter, who, who you know, any um, contradiction he has is, uh, is there for the world to see. So it's been an interesting ride. So the answer why exactly, um, you know, you can only really go by what he said, which is, uh, you know, at the end of the day is that he wants to spend more time uh, and see his kids who are in high school, which is very understandable. I thought that was uh, a nice moment for Mike on, on the other, the other day. We, we've talked about this before uh, and you just mentioned it and I'll just throw my two cents out there. I, I, I can't believe that social media was not a huge part in this. I, I f- firmly believe that, and, you know, there's no way to know this. He'll never admit it. There's no way to prove it. Uh, I have a feeling a lot of this has to do with social media because uh, I have not been a regular listener to Mike's for, I don't know, I guess since 2016. So that's, what, three years now. Um, but I was able to keep up with what was going on strictly based off of Funhouse. And I think a lot of people are in that boat. And 99% of the clips that end up getting posted are not flattering. And the fact that it's so, this is what's so bizarre about it. Mike and FAN and Entercom could have gotten that Twitter account taken down in one second if they tried. They didn't. Were they that desperate to keep his name out there and for the publicity that they allowed him to be mocked 24-7? It does not add up. It just does not add up to me. And I have to think that Maybe, you know, it's not a mic deal. It's really intercom. So maybe they figured, listen, no, all publicity is good publicity. We're not going to mess with this Twitter account. Plus, there could be blowback from the Internet, blah, blah, blah. But I think Mike had to be tired of being mocked on a daily basis. And I think that had to play a role in all this. Am I crazy or am I onto something? Well, number one, I don't think Mike would ever admit that, you know, right. at least publicly, right. if not even privately. But it could help. I mean, we all have um people that are important to us in our lives and even you know and if you're on social media you hear from people and you know most people are nice but some people can be uh, pretty aggressive and so i do think that that perhaps that could have been i mean i can't say for certain um if that was a factor but nobody likes to be mocked it's just um but it's not just mo- i mean it's, know, mocked, here's the it's thing. mocked it's- every day several times a day it's not just mocking. I mean, listen, no, anyone, no, getting you get mocked, getting I get mocked, online, we all get mocked. By, you know, yeah. it, by his own words. I mean, like, in fun houses, I mean, he seems to enjoy it, but it's not like, you know, he's not making it up. He's just showing the contradictions, which have been there probably forever, uh, you know. Uh, but, you know, now you can show it with video, which is stronger than if someone said, you know, Francesca said this on Tuesday and then he said this on Thursday which my colleague Phil Mushnick has been writing about for years um, and years. Uh, but, you know, so when you have the video evidence, it's even stronger. So, yeah, I, I would presume he can't, he can't like it. And why? I, I do think it does help, you know, with 
the publicity uh, for the uh, for the show. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't think it it, pro- it probably doesn't help. It can't help. I mean, nobody wants to be mocked relentlessly, um, and it's almost sad. That the one thing that you know, and I kind of do, kind of feel bad for Mike here at the end here, uh, but. And I almost took that tone in my column yesterday, um, but uh, he's been such a bully throughout the years mm. that it's like that's why you know someone made this point to me. Steve Summers was struggling here at the end, you know. And again, he Steve Summers is, is you know he is he's a fabled figure at FAN in in his own right, but he's not Mike. Uh, but he, he's kind of the schmoozer, nice guy. Uh, I think people would have more uh, empathy. Uh, Mike, it feels like, you know, he's been a bully for so long that um, there's no empathy and he doesn't laugh at himself. I mean, the crank calls, you know, he could just, he could, he could diffuse the whole thing, but he just, uh, he gets so aggressive and it's like, you know, it's, it's very, it's, it's childish in a lot of ways because, you know, people are picking on him like they're in elementary school and, but he's, instead of just laughing with it and going forward, he, you know, kind of is like, you know, how dare you say this? Well, yeah, I mean, um, I think so, the difference between... And, and he's been doing that for a long time. Yeah, the difference between Steve Summers and even his former partner, Chris Russo, is that the general public roots for those guys, whereas I think there are a lot of people voting, uh, rooting against Mike because of some of his tactics. Very good point, Jimmy. That's spot on. And, yeah, he's he's a little overbearing. He's gone. He goes yeah. after a lot of people. Um, which is part of the show. I mean, look, being a egomaniac is part of, I think, being successful in sports radio. Either you might become that, uh, or just radio in general as a talk show host, you might become that over time because of how it, how you're treated and how the world treats you. Uh, but I also think you, you probably have to start out a little bit in that um, in that way when you get into that career. Now you mentioned the ratings. That was the other thing I found bizarre in all this. He, he has not lost a ratings book yet. He lost one month of the of the three month ratings book so far. Uh, given Mike's uh, personality, it's shocking to me too that he would go out on what could be a loss. I would think he'd he'd stick around, sort of to you know right the ship, get back to number one, and then maybe go. And I know he's already. I guess from what I've seen on Twitter. He's already spinning it as, you know, I've won 77 times and I'm only losing once, which is obviously a phenomenal record. And I don't think, and no one's disputing Mike's career. I mean, it's been a phenomenal career. Up yeah, exactly. Until... Nobody's disputing. I got some tweets that, from my column. Nobody, I call him iconic. I call him legendary. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the columns that I wrote the other day about the last two years right. um, and what's gone on. Not that he hasn't had a great career. Now, has he been a jerk for a long time? Yeah, but but he's had a, um, he's had a great career. I mean, Mike can, you know... Like a lot of people, I grew up with Mike and Chris. You know, I was a little bit older when they they started, but you know, I was a teenager or something. You know, right. when when so they what, when they started getting going. So you don't uh, think and so? You know, I grew up just like so many people are in this uh, in the tri-state area, listening to Mike and Chris. Right. So I mean, that it, it's shocking to me, and, I, and we don't know if he's going to lose the book. But let's say it. It you know, I know it was a, the first month was a was a thumping. Um, to go out that way seems really strange to me. Really strange. Well, two things there. Number yeah. one, you don't get a choice of, you get to, of how it works out. So, um, and in the radio business, there's something called trends um, where if you look at like the age, like for even if you date back, and I don't know the exact date, three to five years, 
if you would cut it off from 25 to 49, right, instead of the ratings are done from 25 to 54, Kaez beat Francesa um, for, I won't say a while, like, because these aren't exact, but, but there have been years where, and a lot of books where K would have, that's where the cutoff was. Um, he would have been, so you look at those 49 year olds, they've now keep getting older. And so they, they've, they've uh, checked out of the ratings game. So that's where, that's where his audience is and that's where they're going. And so they're not, when, once you get past 54, you're not counted anymore in the ratings and it's only men and it's an antiquated system. And we could get into that. And Mike even said though, you know, and I don't want to get into, I don't care if we want to get into disputed streaming or not streaming. Mike even said though, he's one, there's a clip that Funhouse had that, you know, he's, he didn't actually, uh, I'm surprised he didn't see on it, but he, he did say that, you know, Mike said that he's won most of the books since he's come back. Um, so whatever, streaming, not streaming, I, I, we could get into yeah, the let's deep, not, uh, let's woods not. of that one. Yeah. But the, the bottom line is I do agree that if Kay and company over there want to feel like they really beat Mike, it's, you know, they can't have any legit disputes on the other side. So He's up, uh, Kay's up a point, point, almost, almost a point and a half uh, after the first month, which is a substantial lead, but not insurmountable. But Mike's going to have to turn that around and obviously beat him by that margin one of these months or more, and then, uh, and then go win another month, you know, then be a one-month battle. So, I mean, Kay, after three innings, that is a, that's a tough hill to, to get, o- get over because generally speaking, even though the rating system is antiquated and not very good, um, there's trends that happen. And so generally speaking, that they really shouldn't shift so much from month to month. Not only as they do, but they really shouldn't be such a shift where you'd go have basically, you'd need like a 2.8 swing the other way to, to make it a tie ball game. Right. You know, so, and that, that's the other thing that I find bizarre about this radio.com thing. And I, I, I didn't realize until you came on here that it probably won't be a regular show on regular on radio.com it might be something I mean, it else. might be so it might be I well mean, here's my issue with I that i mean mike's mike has an older audience uh, people yep. people 40 and under really don't listen to mike okay so this, this is my opinion this is my breakdown of it 40 and under don't really listen to mike maybe 35 and under they don't listen to radio period it's not just mike Mike, the diehards in the in the core Mike audience, you figure are forty to fifty years old. My, you know, my age range, your age range, forty to fifty, and we're the type of people that if we wanted to listen to them, we could fire up radio.com, no problem. You get those people fifty and older, you know, my uncles, and they're not listening to radio.com. Doesn't matter who's on it. It's that's what doesn't. I mean, to lose that juice of WFAN Monday through, which you know, say what you want about whatever's going on with ESPN Radio. There is WFAN three to six thirty, New York City. There is a juice. No, there. they're the kings. Yeah, and to go to radio.com, where I, I mean, I would imagine. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be more than 50% of his audience have no idea what radio.com is or how to stream or will stream. And you take the option of the car away. It's, it's such a bizarre move to me. Well, you could play in the car and the, on the app. I mean, it's not, that's not hard to do, but yeah, you're right. But I'm, talking, older I'm talking about, crowd. I, I'm talking I agree. About, I look, I don't understand what intercoms radio.com play is. I don't necessarily think it's a very good one. Um, they're trying to make that into a hub. And in theory, that makes sense. Um, but the issue for all media companies is distribution ha- now costs nothing. Right. So back in the day, you know, Sports Illustrated, they were the only ones who could send a weekly magazine out across the country. The New York Post was the only one who could distribute um, the games the night before in the tri-state area. 
Um, and in radio, the airwaves were only owned at one point just by WFAN, so the only way you could listen to sports um, were WFAN, and then ESPN came in to challenge them. But those are the only way if you want to hear a talk sports talk show. So Mike and Chris, as great as they were, they also had a monopoly, you know, basically for a long time, which allowed them to establish themselves uh, in that market. Now, so that's what distribution was. So now distribution doesn't cost anything. So Jimmy Traina has a pod from Sports Illustrated, can reach as many people as Radio.com can reach. Um, so if you're Radio.com, you want to be a destination site and, and, and have like a leader to bring that in. And I think they tried to, you know, they first thought it was Kurt Minahan from Boston that quickly dissolved. Um, and now, you know, it's Mike and his radio legend. But two things, I, I think you're right about the audience or where it skews. Um, number one. And number two, I just don't know if that necessarily works. I mean, I'm not saying like they have to try something. Um, I would drill down the local um, angle of radio because right. I think local radio, especially sports talk, has a long life. It's not that's not going anywhere. That's going to be around for a long time because similar to games on cable TV with ESPN, et cetera, it's live. So if there's an event and you know, the Jets and the, you know, Giants play, and let's say something interesting happens on Sunday, uh, you know, Monday, you want to listen to those local shows. Now, you know, like the New York Post, we have a podcast, and Brian Costello does a great job, and people should listen to it. So that's one way to do it, but that's a 20-minute show. But now the what people have grown accustomed to is that is that whole back and forth, and that's what you get with WFAN, and then, you know, on a more limited basis, but also, you know, with ESPN, with their local shows. Uh, and so, Yes, to get to the, the point about Mike, I don't see it. I also don't like if I'm them, and I get it. He's a huge name, but I have a feeling they're still paying him a good amount of money. Right? How invested is he in doing this? You know, uh, he you know he's already talking about why he wants to not do the Daily Show, and he what he wants to do. Um, you know, he'll do some stuff for Radio.com, et cetera, and and whatever. So it sounds like he's going to get paid pretty well. Uh, but how invested we saw with the app, which he was charging people eight ninety nine per month, he wasn't that invested in it. I mean, uh, we don't have to start another fight or whatever, but there just wasn't that much extra content of that of Mike. And I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. I, who, who wants to do that? But he's the one who came up with the idea, and 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 you know, and and you know, just it didn't make sense the whole thing. Yeah, but, let's, let's not go um, there. So why is it? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah. so I don't really see it. I don't really see it right. where, like, I think your points are are, are very good, and I just think. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to really bring an audience that's going to help, you know, rise uh, the rest of the boat in that, in that, that uh, sea. Last one before I let you go. Is there, obviously you would save this for the New York Post, but let me try to take a stab at it. Is there anything about the story we don't know? Is there anything that's out that, that is not out there that we should know anything, whether it's with Entercom, with Mike, with FAN, uh, anything we would be surprised to know? Well, one thing I was told was, so I wrote in September that he was going to go to, you know, this was a, that this was a, you know, big possibility discussed. I was told this was going to happen, but it's Mike. So I just wrote contemplated. Um, and so, but then after the story came out and I was told by two people that after you write this, he might just change his mind because, you know, and everyone gets to listen to Mike and so they know how he is, but, um, that's a little surprising. I was told he got some cold feet and thought about maybe returning um, again. Uh, now, 
Mike and his people are probably listening. They'll maybe deny that, but that's what I was told. Um, so, and I can't hundred percent prove it. You know, Mike could say, no, nah, that's not what happened. But, but then he, then, then of course, yesterday, uh, or Tuesday, cause I know there's a podcast, Jimmy, um, Tuesday, he, he came out with his statement, which he gave to Neil Best, um, on Twitter. And so, uh, you know, he obviously, they warmed up, but, uh, you know, I basically put most everything in the paper. Here's one other little thing that I think is interesting. Um, you know, there, there could be some movement. I, I do think it's not under, like what's going to happen to FAN? Um, what is the combination going to be? Will they be able to re-sign Bart Scott, who suddenly has great leverage with only two months to go? Um, and uh, it, it, it will be very interesting to see what lineup FAN has, because one of the things you do want is continuity mm-hmm. in, the, in the radio business. And uh, they might come out besides the morning show, which, you know, you go on the assumption they re-sign Greg Giannotti, uh, to, to pair with Boomer, and they're doing very well. The rest of it could be all kind of semi-new shows, uh, which uh, takes a while for people to get acclimated to. Now, familiar voices, I think there's a good chance Evan Roberts ends up in the afternoons uh, in some form, uh, but, uh, but a, a new lineup, which uh, ca- could work. Maybe it'll work quickly, but, uh, but it usually takes a little time for people to adjust to. Well, I'll, th- I'll have you back on when uh, FAN announces that new lineup. We can analyze it. Hopefully they hook up my buddy Salicotti. He does a great job. He should be getting some prime spots on uh, FAN. Guy brings the uh, brings the passion. I'm biased, but I'd love to see him get a bigger role there. I'll have you on uh, when FAN sorts this all out and when maybe when Mike starts at Radio.com and we can figure out what exactly his day-to-day job will be. But I, uh, I appreciate, good, appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us some insight on this one. And... Uh, We'll have you on again soon. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, take care. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right. 
long podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I love talking to uh, all three of my guests. My thanks to Kay Adams, Chris Long, Andrew Marchand. Please, if you're a first-time listener, give us a subscribe on uh, Apple or wherever you listen. Spotify helps tremendously. Rate, review, if I can push it. But subscribe is the key. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.